In this presentation, we will take a look at expenses that don't qualify for the lifetime learning credit. This information can be found in Publication 970. Expenses that don't qualify. Qualified education expenses don't include amounts paid for insurance, amounts paid for medical expenses including student health fees, amounts paid for room and board, amounts paid for transportation, or similar personal living or family expenses. So obviously when we're thinking about the expenses, our, our goal here is to look for things that do qualify because what we're trying to do is get the things that qualify so that we can possibly take a credit related to them. These are things that specifically will not. So note we have the things that specifically do qualify, then the things that specifically do not qualify, and then of course you can try to think about the things that might be in the gray area, and this is kind of the catch-all phrase down below on the things that don't qualify, similar personal living or family expenses. So obviously we're going to say insurance doesn't qualify. That seems pretty straightforward. It would be kind of a stretch to think that insurance would qualify for, for the education expenses. Medical expenses, uh, including health fees. Again, that's kind of a stretch to think that medical expenses would qualify in any case. The one that we is room and board is a specific not including. And so that's one that we might think because we might think, well, the, the you know student is going particular for, for room and board to go to school but that's not qualified as well as transportation. So those are probably the two that we might most readily think that may be qualified that are specifically here on the list of expenses that don't qualify. Uh, back to the text. This is true even if the amount must be paid to the institution as a condition of enrollment or attendance. So even in the case if they're required for the, for the tuition of the school as part of the enrollment process, they're saying that these items don't qualify. And therefore, because of that, there should be some kind of indication in the documentation with relation to what these amounts are. Because once again, the, the, the information is usually dependent on the institution to provide in the information we need to do the tax returns. So in the 1090, they're, they're required on the 1098T typically to have the expenses that would, would be includable and then list out those that would not be. So it would be kind of an unusual situation to have any of these items that would be included in the tuition and not broken out hopefully by the institution hopefully that documentation the 1098t would have any indication uh, of that case if this kind of eh, more of an unusual case happened where these items are a requirement of, of the institution the institution would typically be required to report that to us in some way that we can then easily fill out our return back to the text sports games hobbies and non-credit courses Qualified education expenses generally don't include expenses that relate to any course of instruction or other education that involves sports, games, or hobbies, or any non-credit course. However, if the course of instruction or other education is part of the student's degree program or is taken by the student to acquire or improve job skills, these expenses can qualify. So if if the whole point of the school is just to just kind of like a hobby which would be possibly sports games or hobbies then typically it wouldn't qualify but if they're going towards a, a degree program or some type of credential or some type of thing that would be improving the job skills specifically then they may qualify so if we're taking a, a sports where the credits or something would be fulfilling a certain requirement towards a degree then that might be a situation where it qualifies but if we're just taking the sports class it happens to be a class offered at the college and there's we're not it's not going towards any any kind of degree or anything like that then it may not qualify so things like um, pottery or something like that might be falling into that situation as well 
it very much may be the case that the pottery class or something like that does we're taking it to go towards a degree and that might qualify but if we're taking it and it doesn't it's just as a hobby and it's not going to any kind of credential then in that case it may not qualify back to the text comprehensive or bundled fees some eligible educational institution combine all of their fees for an academic period into one amount if you don't receive or don't have access to an allocation showing how much you paid for qualified education expenses and how much you pay for personal expenses such as those listed above contact the institution so once again it's possible that you go to an institution that says hey we're going to give you all this stuff this you know room and board this and that and all together and it all costs this much and then we're going to have to say, well, what do, what do we do about the fact that uh, we need to break out certain items for this particular credit? Usually it's up to the institution. Usually the institution will be very aware of that and should provide the documentation and the breakout of the things that would typically be qualified education expenses and those that would not. Back to the text. The institution is generally required to make this allocation and provide you with the amount you paid or were billed for qualified education expenses on Form 1098-T. And that's usually the form, of course, that would do it. So they're required to report that form. The IRS wants that form. The IRS will pressure and put leverage on the institution to do that form well. And therefore, hopefully the institution that we're at will provide that information. And if not, then we can, we can contact them. That would be the first place to go. See figure in the credit later for more information about Form 1098-T.